Today is Tuesday, January 12th, and you're listening to the morning announcements. I'm Sammy Sage. First, let's get into the question on all of our minds. What the hell is Congress doing about the coup? Yesterday, they introduced one article of impeachment for incitement of insurrection. They're planning to impeach Trump by Wednesday, though getting the two-thirds necessary in the Senate for removal seems highly questionable at this point, especially since many of them were actually part of the incitement of the coup. There's also going to be a roll call vote on a 25th Amendment resolution set for tomorrow. For those of you wondering why Congress has anything to do with the 25th Amendment when it's supposed to be the cabinet's job, the purpose of this resolution is to call for Pence to remove Trump under the 25th. Meanwhile, House Majority Whip Jim Clyburn has suggested that the House could potentially hold articles of impeachment after they're voted on for several months before sending them to the Senate for a trial. This could potentially be perceived as a political move and might undermine the case for immediate removal, but it's likely that Clyburn wants to delay transmitting the articles long enough to allow the Senate to confirm key national security nominees and so that Biden can take action to get the pandemic under control in his early weeks of the presidency. Speaking of the pandemic, we also have our first positive COVID diagnosis from the insurrection. New Jersey Democratic Representative Bonnie Watson Coleman announced that she tested positive after she and other members of Congress were kept in a secret location during the siege. She's 75 years old, a cancer survivor, and fortunately only experiencing mild symptoms. But I think we all know by now that where there's one COVID case, there are probably several more. Now let's turn to Mike Pence. He and the president finally spoke for the first time yesterday since Trump incited the mob who ended up shouting, hang Mike Pence. But as of this recording at 8 p.m. Monday, there's been no reporting on the specifics of that interaction. Now let's check in on law enforcement. Since last Wednesday, we still haven't been briefed by a single law enforcement agency, including the FBI, the Pentagon, the White House, the Capitol Police, the National Guard, DOJ or Homeland Security. Nothing like communication in a crisis. Meanwhile, Democratic Representative Jamal Bowman is drafting legislation to call for a commission to investigate the Capitol Police and whether any of its members have ties, either directly or indirectly, to white nationalists and white nationalist sympathizers. So far, two Capitol Police officers have been suspended since the riot, one for taking selfies with the rioters and another for wearing a MAGA hat. More officers are currently under investigation and will continue to report on any findings. So I'm sure you're all wondering what's going to happen next, especially with the inauguration next week. The FBI has issued warnings for potential continuing violence, mostly concentrated between the 17th and the 20th of next week. The warnings of violence include targets at all 50 state houses across the country, plus the Capitol, as well as specific threats against Biden, Harris and Pelosi. The FBI is also warning of an uprising should Trump be removed prematurely, although that's definitely not reason not to do it. As of now, the inauguration is planned to go on live as scheduled at the Capitol, and Biden has expressed that he isn't concerned about being sworn in outside. Federal authorities are planning to lock down a massive swath of downtown Washington on Wednesday, six days earlier than originally planned. And senior defense officials said yesterday that up to 15,000 National Guard members would be deployed in Washington that day. For context, on January 6th, just 340 D.C. National Guard members had been activated ahead of the riot, and none were posted outside the Capitol. Instead, they were assigned to traffic duty in other parts of the city. So at least we can assume there were no parking violations that day because, you know, priorities. Acting Department of Homeland Security Secretary Chad Wolf has resigned. He claimed in his resignation letter that it was caused by recent events, but whatever, Chad. 
The interesting thing about Chad is that it's arguable that he was not even in his position legally, according to the Government Accountability Office, which released a report in August that said that he and his successor were both improperly appointed to their posts by violating the order of succession. Regardless, it's perfect timing to have a huge gap in our national security because it's not like there's anyone out there who's looking to hurt us or anything. Lastly, we have two salacious reports that I can only guess will drive Trump absolutely crazy. The first is from the Daily Mail, which reported that Ivanka plans to attend Joe Biden's inauguration. According to a White House insider, Ivanka is worried that her promising political career is in jeopardy and she's doing whatever she can to save her reputation. I don't know, babe, maybe you should have thought about that before the coup. The second is that Trump was planning to give the Medal of Freedom to Patriots coach Bill Belichick. However, Belichick declined the medal, alluding to the events of last week as the reason for declining in his statement. Sounds patriotic to me. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements. If you want more of my news content, follow me on Instagram at Sammy, where I post news updates on stories all day. Also, be sure to follow and subscribe to the Betcha Sup podcast for more in-depth discussion of today's news and follow at Betcha Sup on Instagram. Until tomorrow, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.